0: Thank you all for having me today and to tell my NDE story. I will rewind the clock about 12 years ago. I had been sick for three or four years up to that point. Doctors really didn't know what was wrong with me. In July 2008 is when all of my problems started. I actually went into an ER. I crawled into an ER, literally, with extreme abdominal pain. And... The first thing they did was they thought I had appendicitis. So they removed my appendix. And then after that, I got worse after that surgery. But while they were in there, they noticed I had this thing called an umbilical hernia. And that's a condition where 20% of males on earth have this condition at some point in their later life usually, where your intestinal wall actually has a weakness where your belly button is, and your intestines can kind of push through there and cause a herniated intestine basically. So they noticed I had that thing when they removed my appendix and they attempted to kind of repair it. And I got worse and that umbilical hernia got worse. Then they removed my gallbladder for no reason apparently and I got worse and worse. And then they put this mesh inside me, this mesh that went inside the walls of my abdomen to stop that hernia from ever happening. And that's how it started. It started off with laparoscopic repairs a few times when they got tangled up inside me. And then on my fifth surgery is when I had my experience. They actually opened me all the way up from the top of my stomach all the way down past my belly button and During that surgery, something went wrong. I've always thought it was my breathing that stopped but it could have been my heart. They had a real hard time intubating me, I know that. And something quit working in my body to where I just came out of my body during the middle of the surgery. And I shot out through my head backwards. The way I described it was, If you think of yourself in a pool, you're on the edge of a pool, and you have your hands up on the edge of the pool, and you have your feet pressed up against the side of the pool, and you push off really fast and you glide through the water, it was like that, but a lot smoother and more slippery than I didn't really have any resistance when I came out through my head. So I came out through my head, top of my head. So I was laying down, and my head's over here, and I came out that way. When I came out, I just sort of Glided out, and then this feeling, you know, a lot of people call it love. I call it love too, but it's not a love that I can describe in the English language or any other language. It's just an overwhelming love that's in your heart. This is really what it is. And I went from being under general anesthesia to this feeling, just in a split second once you come out of your body you're no longer attached to your body so you don't feel any of the pain you were feeling before or after or anything all the sensors that your brain connects you to in your body are all gone at this point all you are is just your pure energy that you are whether you want to call it a soul spirit body energy body whatever you want to call it i've heard of so many names for what it is and once you leave that energy doesn't go anywhere you are what you are that energy and everything is the same you just don't have a physical body you still have the feeling like you have arms and legs and everything but it's more of a thought driven experience at that point so as this was happening as i came out of my body and i sort of kind of flipped up and i was looking down on the operating table and i was trying to tell them do not saved me because i just felt this overwhelming love and joy and a lot of people say it's like you feel like you're home and that's true you just know that not only is everything okay you just start knowing everything and all these knowledge just starts coming into you so fast and so surreal like you just start learning everything that you didn't think you knew it's pretty amazing and who knows i might have only been gone a second or two in this life but outside i was gone for a long long time so the first thing i seemed to notice was our sun when i came out of my body i realized that i was connected to the sun that is where our spirits our souls get our energy from i also realized there was a source behind this power and i i call it the infinite one now but you realize that you are just a piece of this source and we're all a part of this we're all connected to this the infinite one and the sun is where we get the electricity from and i believe all the stars are just transformers for lack of a better word but transfer this energy to us and to everything every living thing on our planet and everything in the universe that's the first thing i remember as i was realizing this about the sun and all these thoughts were coming in into my head about everything just you name it everything you always wanted to know you just know but when you come back into this body afterwards then our brain is nothing but a biological i call it a spirit trap because our brain is wired to allow us to perceive what i call this illusion we live in or you can call it a dream within a dream it's kind of like inception but our brain allows us to experience this illusion with our five senses. And it's only as good as our senses. When you come out of this body, there's so many more senses that we have. It's not just these five senses. There's frequencies and everything is vibrating. Everything in the universe vibrates. Everything, even though it looks solid in this life, could be liquid in another dimension, which is vibrating at just a slightly different frequency, for example. But our five senses perceive what our brain is programmed to perceive that is kind of how it works you can be on different worlds and different galaxies on different planets and they might have a different elemental structure like instead of breathing oxygen and nitrogen you might have bodies that can breathe methane like we do oxygen but once you come out Like I said, you have so many more senses. For example, there's colors I saw we don't even have here, so how can I tell you what color it is? And it's nothing like the colors we have here in in our spectrum. The next thing that happens after I realize how our sun impacts us, and I'm not even sure how much time had gone by at this point, you don't really feel a sense of time when you come out of your body. But what had started to happen to me is I felt like somebody had trained a tractor beam on me, and it was pulling me backwards. It's not something I tried to resist. You can't stop it, so you just kind of surrender to it, I guess. And once you surrender to it, it kind of goes faster. It's a magnetic pull, like you're being pulled. And I was actually pulled into an electrical outlet in the operating room. (laughs) I still chuckle when I say that, because how do you tell this to the average person? I went through one of those little prongs in the outlet, and once I got into that electrical system, the alternating current, I just went BAM! All of a sudden, I was going through this really fast wormhole, I mean, faster than light it seemed. And I'm not sure exactly how long that lasted, but it seemed to last for a while. It wasn't like it was over in an instant. And when that stopped, I was in a bathroom. I didn't know I was in a bathroom at first, but it didn't take me long to figure out that I was looking in the mirror. So at first, I thought I was actually observing somebody else's life because I was looking into a mirror, but I thought I was just like a a fly on the wall. I didn't recognize the face in the mirror, but I I realized It was like, you know, a teenage boy. And I knew I was in San Diego. And I also knew that it wasn't this San Diego that we live in here, in this illusion that I'm talking to you right now in. It was a different San Diego, a different dimension, if you will, for lack of a better word. And this wormhole connected me to this dimension somehow. In my side periphery in my mind, I also saw myself kind of out here. Like if I'm looking 12 o'clock, it would be... It would be my three o'clock out here. In my periphery memory, if that's a thing. <laughs> but I saw my a little square and kind of in my peripheral vision. And I saw myself laying on the operating table in tampa florida so i just sat and watched i just thought i was looking through somebody else's eyes because i wasn't really out to the side i was actually looking into the mirror eventually i realized this was not a stranger stranger's life i was looking in on it was my life and i was the one in that body controlling the body of this 16 year old kid that lives in a different san diego than ours So once I figured this out, I was like, how is this happening? So, you know, I walked around the house where I lived. I remember it was a two-story house and it was all mine. Nobody lived with me. I didn't have parents there. I was the only one there. But it was almost like I had been there before. I felt a big deja vu from being there in this body. But I didn't recognize the face I was looking at in the mirror. So I was having some kind of dual experience. I thought, I was like, wow, how is this happening? Oh, also, in addition to knowing I was in San Diego in a different dimension, I also realized that I was six years into the future of this life here. When this operation happened, I was about 42 years old, but in this life, I was 16, which was really six years into the future this time. So I would have been... 47 or 48 in this life when that life was going on something like that (laughs) as I got to experience this life it seemed like I was at least there for two years because I became 18 and I had this big party and I experienced everything in this life real time this was not like some life review where I was reviewing a past life or something I was actually in this life interacting as I started out interacting in this life Uh, half the people i interacted with i knew in this life but the other half i had never seen before ever i didn't recognize them and the whole point of me realizing what this life was about was to realize patterns patterns in my life in this life here and how they're connected to other lives we're living so the pattern in this life seemed to be i had to make very tough decisions and there's so many correlations i realized that all my choices that i made in this life in san diego as a boy and then in the two years i was able to experience i was living ahead of the decisions i had made in this life there was a lot more parallels that i was able to experience that i could relate to this life so basically i can tell you from this first experience i was able to experience all the decisions that we make here affect other lives we're living and we're living an infinite amount of lives i found out after this (laughs) all at the same time we're living this life and what we think is the past and the future doesn't really exist it's all happening right now my first thing i have to tell you about this experience is whatever you think happens always our thoughts are very powerful what you think really happens. It may not happen here in this life, but it happens in another life. The decisions we make, the choices we make, and the people that are around us when we make those decisions affect not just our lives and those people's lives, but it affects lives in the whole universe. And this is how quantum physics work, I'm pretty sure. And this is how deja vu works, a matter of fact. Like when you feel like you've been somewhere before, maybe even you were just there, you just, you know it, that's because you were, (laughs) you were there maybe a millisecond ago or a second or a minute or a year. So after I was able to experience this life and understand the lessons that I had to learn from that life that affected this life, then I left this life just as fast as I got there. And then after that life, I went into what is Scotland to us, but it was it was a different Scotland, different dimension, if you will, different vibration than here. And there I was a politician and I had similar lessons to learn about that in that life that affected this life. I had to learn a different set of lessons, unconditional love, unconditional forgiveness, and basically what I call atonement now. But the willingness to sacrifice your own life so someone else can live. These are the three main reasons why I think a lot of us come here. I don't know if everybody has come here um, because I think some of us have special missions we're on that may have already mastered these, but basically you can come here on special missions as well. I heard somebody call them walk-in lives or walk-in souls, where someone kind of comes in to play a certain role for a little while and then leaves. Sort of like my angels always do. And I've had so many interactions with angels over the years. It's not funny. And I don't, I don't even have time to go into that. So to wrap this up, because it would literally take me years and years to explain to you all the different lives I went to during this experience. But I experienced many lives. So many I lost count. Um, and As far as I can tell, we just live in an infinite amount of lives that are all connected to this life. And those lives are all connected to each other's. So I was gone for what I consider to be a thousand years because the length of time between lives, all the lives that I experienced, lasted that long. And what's interesting is you don't really travel anywhere. You're already there, everywhere. You're everywhere at the same time we're living this life right here. So you don't really travel anywhere. I learned how to astral project after my near-death experience because I was searching for answers on what had happened to me. But I learned that, and I I proved that we can leave our body without dying. And that's kind of what I'm doing now. I've dedicated my life to teaching others this knowledge that I've gained. But we're living all these lives in other places all at once. And the reason we're living so many lives has to do with we're all trying to learn. We're trying to learn lessons, trying to... We're trying to get better. And we're not just learning on our own for our benefit. We're learning for everybody else's benefit. And like I was telling you, we're all like these little satellites connected to this bigger entity that you can't explain in any language. It's that powerful. We all have these experiences to share with each other. Uh, It's not just for our benefit. It's for everybody's benefit. And there's a next level of love that's coming. Once we master these lessons here, there's another level of love, and probably another level after that. But I saw the next one coming, and the next level is so profound. I can't even imagine anything that's greater than this love that I feel right now. But there is such a thing coming where it's even greater, and I can't wait to get there. And that's kind of why I came back to spread this knowledge to you guys because just what I've experienced in the last few months has made all the misery I went through in the last 12 years worth it all. And I do it again now knowing what I know now. We, We are all a family, a giant family, a giant spiritual family. And all we have to do is remember who we are. And that's my goal is to teach everybody, everybody that I can and teach you all to teach other people because once we all do this together then we can spread this around the world so fast and everybody has to know this information because this is the key to what some people call ascension moving the earth into a new vibration if there's enough of us that spread love and spread the message that love and forgiveness is what it's all about then we can raise the vibration But coming back into my body after all this experience, it was like a mind overload. My brain felt like I was going to explode because I had all these, it's like I had so much knowledge in my head that my brain just couldn't handle it. And it took about a month in this life to really calm down to where I could process things again. My message to all your listeners would be find the patterns in your life. If you lost a loved one, they've left you know their body dies they're not gone they're everywhere they're living many lives all at the same time that really you're living your life right now and you're living very many lives so know that everybody has patterns in their life and once you re- recognize these patterns start paying attention to who you've been around who has been in your life who was in your life for a long time who was your life that was in a short time the decisions you made you may think they were bad decisions or good decisions it doesn't really matter as long as you figure out why you made them who your decisions affected once you start to go all the way back to your first memories and think about all the patterns in your life then you will know the roadmap of why you came here and then once you understand that you can love and forgive everything that's happened in your life you can forgive yourself and you can forgive all the others that were a part of all these patterns and decisions and once you do that and once you learn how to love every soul in your heart that's when you're totally free you're, you're totally free and then you can find what i call your next happiness now so yeah that's pretty much my idea and my message to, to everybody <laughs>